the head of women's football, women's World Cup legacy and inclusion at Football Australia. That is a mouthful, Sarah Walsh. <laughs> it is, uh, much like the uh, the portfolio itself. But, it's um, look, it's a really fun job. Listen, it, it's more than this for you. Uh, you've been a Matilda 2004 to 2012. You then became part of the ABC's coverage for about four years. Then it was Fox. And you thought, what more can I do in this game? <laughs> and, and look, I tell you what, you have an enormous responsibility um, because right now Football Australia has done something very special. Uh, we, we spoke to Johnny Didelitza earlier about Football Belongs, his new book, and he talked about the great characters of the past and one chapter includes the fabulous characters, larger-than-life characters of Charlie Perkins and John Moriarty and their travails, their challenges, their setbacks. And can you imagine John Moriarty being told, you're an outstanding young talent, young man, but you can't leave the state unless you get a permit. What a time, what a journey, what a bunch of obstacles, but how important we tell their story. And, And I grew up in Sydney, so I had the great fortune to know Charlie Perkins. We played the same club, Panhellenic. So it's even more real for me because I know how magnificent they were as characters and how combative and how important they are. But we've got some tremendous talent. Why haven't we tapped them in all these years? What have we done wrong? Yeah, well, look, I'm probably the wrong person to ask, but I think just I'll start by saying that, you know, you said it's an enormous responsibility. I see it as a massive privilege to be able to work with uh, the likes of the group that we've been able to appoint. Um, but I will just say, you know, Football Australia is finally here with with a really strong governance to be able to ensure that whatever we set up here is sustainable. Um, I just want to acknowledge, like you just said, John, John Moriarty, he's had a foundation for a very long time running amazing grassroots uh, programs. Um, in you know, in many parts of Australia, and so of our state federations, um, what we're aiming to do is is do something with really strong foundations, so they're there, you know, long beyond my time in in my role, um, and and looking to obviously, uh, it's a two year appointment for the for the current um, appointments, uh, but we have a massive opportunity with this Women's World Cup. We're trying to think of all the levers we can pull to ensure that we finally actually build out the structures that uh, First Nations peoples uh, in football actually deserve. Um, and hopefully, you know, at the end of all that, we see many more Kai Simons and Jade Knowles um, because simply, you know, the numbers don't stack up right um, when you look at the other codes. Sarah, since the separation of the professional leagues from Football Australia, is that uh, uh, that distraction being taken away and, and being handled by a different body given football Australia maybe a little bit more time and resource to focus on these kinds of initiatives and and addressing the long-term problems in the game yeah look I I, I don't know if the, the the two things if it's a coincidence or it's related but um, there's no doubt that obviously football Australia we play a regulatory role with with the leagues now um, and, and we are I guess uh, more focused on um, you know, grassroots and national teams and, you know, particularly diversity inclusion. Um, and, yeah, as you said, trying to uh, build out the structures that, that haven't quite been there to ensure that what we do here is, is for long term and it's not, um, you know, it, it's not short-sighted and it's not programmatic, actually. This advisory group we've set up has a, a very strong terms of reference, which, you know, will evolve over time. Uh, we've started our wrap at Football Australia um, you know, we've talked about should we start at the innovate level? No, we, we're going to start at reflect. 
Uh, but we've also got a World Cup, so how do we amplify this messaging during that time? And I think you would have seen small things like uh, the, the brand video uh, where we started to use traditional place names, really small things like that that are going to have global reach. Um, I think will help us accelerate the change a little bit quicker. But I'm, I'm most interested in this body and how they set us up, set us up for long-term success. You're talking about Darug, Darug country and the uh, Baramadigal people, hey? This is the, 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 the home of the Socceroos tonight. They have a tremendous uh, challenge uh, because Saudi Arabia are not coming here just to, to be fancy, fancy pantsies. They're here to, to win. Um, are you excited about some of the buzz that's going around? Because the, the latest television deal seems to have struck a chord with so many people. Uh, I remember watching the Melbourne Cup with some friends of mine and the first ad right after the race was the brand new ad from Channel 10 telling us that the new home of the game was CBS, Viacom, uh, Paramount Plus and 10. Yeah. Yeah, look, I, I, I hate to keep bringing it back to the Women's World Cup, but this is our sports time. Um, you know, I was watching Bachelor on Channel 10 the other day and a graphic come up of Sam Kerr. Um, I'm sitting in Combank Stadium here tonight, who's a major partner of Football Australia's and, and the women's national teams. Um, the Socceroos are a big part of that. It's their year uh, next year. So, um, and obviously tonight, you know, the journey there is is very exciting for our football code. But I, I really do think this is our sports moment. Um, we've finally got the right partners on board. We've, we've had partners that have really helped us build foundations like Fox Sports and SBS and, um, you know, they and are ABC, definitely yep. only an ABC, yes. So um, this is not about better than, this is about a point in time where our game, it's our space now to really make the most of it. So, uh, yeah, and again, it starts here tonight. I can't tell you how exciting it is to have some blues <laughs> on home soil. It's been way too long. Don't you be sorry for anything. You just you just grab it with both hands, uh, Sarah. Don't say sorry, right? As you said, <laughs> this is our time and this yeah. is the, the Matildas' time. It's the women's game and uh, Josh has been enormously supportive and over the last three or four years has gone out and called games and we've, we've been watching some tremendous talent uh, in the mm. women's game and also in the NPL, in the lower tiers of the game and there's some serious talent coming through. They just want an opportunity. Absolutely. And, I mean, that, that is some of the work that, that James Johnson is, is trying to do coming in is, is create that unified uh, pyramid. Um, there's a lot of talk about a, a second division and, and obviously starting to streamline what we do as a game. Um, we're talking about that in the uh, the First Nations space. But absolutely, you know, there's there's people that have been working this game for a very long time at, at lower levels and how do we start to connect the pyramid? Um, and that work is obviously happening behind the scenes. I noticed, Sarah, that Kai Simon makes up part of this advisory panel on the Indigenous Football Initiative we're talking about. How much does it help, even if it's just a symbolic gesture, that we have a group of Matildas who are willing to put themselves out there and, and kind of be activists in this space mm. and even go as far as posing with an Indigenous flag before a game? Yeah, well, I think, yeah, I think you want to talk about leadership and some of the people, some of the the women that we have in our national team and, and obviously in the Socceroos, I think obviously um, we didn't get the result we wanted in Japan, but, you know, it's no mean feat what they were able to achieve prior to that. Um, and I think we, we underestimate what it, how hard it is to win overseas in some of those conditions. But, um, you know, we couldn't be more prouder of, of the Matildas and, and the stance they took at, um, 
uh, at the Olympics and, and basically we had nothing to do with that. So when you have a values-led uh, group like that, um, that, that go out and, and make statements like that, they, they did a unity circle and we obviously had the Oliroos that took the knee as well. Um, we mean it. It's now about delivering the actions um, and not just the, the symbolic gestures, although they're, they're super important. Um, but when we were thinking about the skills and the people that we needed on this group, um, we thought very carefully about, you know, uh, coaching experience. We've always got Frank Farina and, and Tanya Oxtaby. Tanya Oxtaby is absolutely killing it over mm. with Chelsea there. Um, but, uh, yeah, obviously the playing experience, professional playing experience, we have Selena Holtz, who is also up in Northern Territory, uh, a board member. And I don't know if you know Narelda Jacobs, but she's a fresh new face on Channel 10, um, Network 10, sorry. Yeah, we so. do. Yeah, Someone do. in ITV. I mean, these people are super impressive. Kenny Bedford, who's on the Reconciliation Australia board, uh, we've got such a great, um, you know, group of people. I really hope that we don't just deliver the work, um, that the community actually gets to hear much more from from these people who have a lot to say. The Matildas made an outstanding statement in Game Two against Brazil. That was pulsating television. Forget about whether it's men's or women's competition. You couldn't take your eyes off the screen. And you couldn't look away because, you know, you, you were just sitting there watching what's going to happen next. It, it, that, that, is, that is some selling tool. If you're going to talk about bringing people to the game, if you're talking about encouraging the next generation of Matildas, wow, there, was never, there wasn't a better advertisement for the game. Oh, absolutely. And there's, there's no bigger advertisement that, that we're able to bring the likes of USA. Oh. Um, at their peak to come back here to play before a Women's World Cup. I know that, you know, we're hosting it and it's an opportunity to see the infrastructure for that team. But, um, look, we only play great opposition these days and that's basically because teams want to test themselves against, against this team. And um, something about this team is that we always know we're going to score goals. <laughs> what an absolute luxury. If we can start to balance things at the back, uh, we're a well-betting team. And, and we've got enough time to be able to get things right for not only the Asian Cup, but the Women's World Cup. Uh, just do us a favour before you go. Promise us that next time you see Steph Catley, tell her to save those goals that she scores for Arsenal and, and she can use them anytime she wants to for the Matildas. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, she's going to have to take on Alana Kennedy because Alana Kennedy normally likes those. Um, oh, but, dear. yeah, no, I think that's going to be interesting next time we get a, a spot kit outside the box. So, yeah, I'll tell her. We've seen a few teams do uh, rock, paper, scissors. Oh, yes, what, rock, paper, scissors. What was the uh, system in, in your playing days? Can, can well, you she remember? for penalties oh, and free I kicks. Nowhere, I was nowhere near taking free kicks. So <laughs> no, it wasn't your business? Sarah, do you remember that moment in the W League final or grand final? And it was Melbourne City playing someone, and I think it was our, our coach at the time, our women's captain and coach or assistant coach, and she did a, a rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, it was yeah. Fishlock, and she said, "Okay, who's going to call it? Who's going to do it?" Da da da, and so and, sh and sure enough, she did, and then she followed through it? and scored. Uh, nice. Just Fishlock, yeah, no, no flies on her back. It was just amazing to watch. Yeah. Now, listen, no. thank you very much for for taking the time. Promise us you'll come back, and we'll do this as often as we can because we've got an important message, not only to propagate the fact that uh, there's a fantastic initiative that the FA has got right behind and you've got a great group of people. Let's hope we can talk to some of them as well on the journey absolutely. as we get to the Women's World Cup. Yeah, absolutely. Best. I think yeah, we'll, we'll most definitely get Jade and Kai to join the program to, um, you know, share their knowledge. So that's, that's where it's kept. Well, hold on to your hat tonight. Good luck. Thank you very much, guys.